Ketchel Kirk and with looking up a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Who owns space and who governs what can be done up there in space on other planets and moons? Who can go there and do what? There's been some disquiet about the recent private enterprise touristic endeavours to touch the edge of space, if only for a few minutes. And yet space agencies have been routinely sending up satellites into orbit around Earth for decades and have even been to other planets or moons with humans and other technology. In this broadcast and over the next few weeks we're going to explore some controversial projects which could affect us down here on Earth and over which we have little say. The democracy of space only stretches as far as the government you have elected and even then there are corporate concerns and space agencies which are not beholden to any one particular government. There are space laws which have not been adopted by all countries here on Earth, but many of the countries who go to space have signed United Nations treaties. So it's not quite the Wild West up there, but nevertheless, there's an awful lot of space and huge potential for causing trouble. Some of you may remember Ronald Reagan's Star Wars initiative or the Chinese shooting down of one of their satellites, creating debris and making getting into space more hazardous. Then there's the fact that probably the majority of satellites in orbit around Earth are there for military purposes, that is, spying. Do the citizens of Earth wish to be spied on and do we have a choice? There are laws to govern the use of drones, but what about tethered balloons or robotic craft at high altitude. So there's a list of fascinating and controversial projects we're going to look at. The first is harvesting energy from space. What this entails and how it may be done, first mentioned in science fiction in the 1940s, but now a potential reality, taking energy from the sun and literally beaming it back down to Earth. So rather than capturing sunlight on the surface, this means placing devices high above the Earth's surface or in orbit so that they aren't affected by the inconvenience of night time and can collect the sun's rays at any time. Who actually owns this technology? Who are the organisations which may do this? And exploiting the energy itself, does anybody have access to the sun's energy? Well, clearly we have here on Earth in that we can all erect solar panels though local government may wish to charge us for the privilege, or they'd be allowed to charge for the harvesting of sunlight. Then there is the topic of mining bodies, such as the moon and asteroids for minerals. What materials do people want to mine and why? What are the dangers in doing this and how are the mining companies going to set about doing this? What materials will they mine and for what purposes? Traditionally, mining companies are not known for their care of the environment here on Earth. So what does this mean for mining in space? Then we have my personal bugbear, advertising in space. Yes, indeed, advertising from satellites. Who wants this? Will our night skies be polluted by advertising just as the skies during the day are, with aircraft flying above even our own city to market products we may find offensive? If we don't wish to be victims of advertising, we may avert our gaze or on the internet pay for a service without advertising. But this is not so easy if it means we can't even look up into the sky to enjoy a cloud formation, the setting of the sun or a blessed starry night, 
without being visually and mentally bombarded against our will. It's bad enough that the Starlink satellites make it difficult for astronomers to do their science, peppering the night sky with thousands of tiny lights and radio interference. But in the past, there have been projects proposed to prolong the daytime through the use of giant mirrors in space, reflecting down light and heat upon the surface of Earth. This was before global warming became a problem. So, over the next few weeks, I'm going to pose questions about these controversial projects to one or two experts, including Being Green's John Richards, who knows a thing or two about astronomy. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear and dark skies. Every